Let's check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. And during yesterday's briefing, I learned a new word. Really? Whelmed. Oh. Dr. Bonnie Henry was asked, <laughs> and she's talking yeah. about how healthcare workers and what they're having to put up with, and she was asked, is the system overwhelmed? And she said, no, just whelmed. Well, none of us happily are in the situation that healthcare frontline workers are having to put in put up with most of us aren't but uh, uh they're whelmed uh i don't know i think some of them are probably feeling overwhelmed but there i think you so go. too I, especially when you talk about they've been doing this for a year now right yeah. and watching the waves come and go i would say overwhelmed is not uh an incorrect word to use here at yeah all. and look uh the year, the theme of the year early on was vaccines are coming. The light is at the end of the tunnel. The second wave was as bad as it gets. We may not even have a third wave, and all of those expectations have been dashed. We're now, I think, clinging to the edge of the cliff and hoping that we get enough vaccine to head this off. But the numbers are are bad. The only thing that's really good news is um, it does appear that the problem in long-term care has been mostly contained, and that's very good news. Um, They're still saying that the hospitals aren't overwhelmed, so we'll have to take the health minister's word for that, although the numbers are certainly on the rise, and we are hearing from people in the healthcare system that it's getting pretty edgy in some of the ICUs and so forth. And the vaccine deliveries are coming. The uh, Premier said this week that he was assured by the Prime Minister that uh, there's more vaccine in the pipe, that all the promised vaccine will be getting here. So there is the good news. But right now, uh, it's a pretty precarious situation. It certainly sounds like it. And also, you know, didn't earlier in the week they said, no, we don't need more restrictions. We don't you know, need to do more. And then yesterday they announced more. Yeah, I mean, there is a there is a bit of a making it up as we go along theme here, and you know the 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 NDP supporters are pushing back and saying, you know, you can't criticize uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry. The the opposition parties are running a great risk of a public backlash if they criticize the health minister or the government. But I think the opposition parties and uh, Green leader Sonia Firstenow and opposition liberal leader Shirley Bond, the concerns they raised this week are concerns that are coming from all over. The the government's attempt to sort of shout down and silence its critics, um, I, think the, I think the people that are criticizing, you know, uh, this time last year there was a common front, a view of let's try to get through this thing, make sure the public gets the same message. Uh, now, when you're criticizing, I think you're voicing what you're hearing from the public. What we're hearing, even from people in the healthcare system who are speaking out a way they didn't last year. Yeah, I think that's the difference here, too, is that healthcare people are overwhelmed and they are speaking out. Also, interesting to note the Green Party change in tone on this, right? Calling for a, a larger kind of crackdown. Yeah, I mean, Sonia, first to know. Um, I guess the first we heard from her really breaking ranks with the government, with the New Democrats, was on the election call where she said, you know, it's not that by calling an election a whole bunch of people got the virus from voting. It was, was it wise to put the entire public sector into caretaker mode for weeks while the government pursued a self-serving political agenda? 
And now she's coming out, and this is sort of a second uh, wave of criticism out of that, which is, you know, if we'd stayed focused on this, if we hadn't been so busy with our own political agenda, this is the government, um, might have acted sooner. Uh, to deal with the third wave, to uh, put some measures in place, uh, suggesting could have avoided it. I, I thought it was again, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think first and O is, in my experience, reckless and irresponsible. I don't think it's settling scores with the NDP. I think she's saying again what she's hearing from her constituents, uh, a concern about young people that maybe we should be diverting some of our limited supplies to vulnerable young people who who can't have uh, AstraZeneca for you know medical reasons that have been advised against it and also talking about frontline workers uh we have limited supplies um we they should be going to the highest priority risks and so she's she's voicing i think again legitimate concerns um the liberals Shirley Bond saying you know the the time the government's trust us message we know what we're doing has has been frayed in the last few months and i think again that is a reflection of what a lot of us are hearing from the public which is they're not prepared to just trust them any longer yeah it's interesting I, you know there've been some there's been pushback as well even you and i talking all this week i get the occasional email from people going oh you guys are being awful you're you're pushing back too much and this is so negative and I said, but aren't we supposed to learn from our mistakes, right? Like if we can look back over the past year and see, okay, well, clearly we, we haven't done everything correctly. We can improve on that. Shouldn't we be trying to improve on that? Uh, I agree. And I quote back to people what Dr. Bonnie Henry herself said. She said this twice, that when she looks back at the second waves, she wishes now that she had taken action sooner. So she took action to contain the second wave. It's a coincidence, I'm sure, but it was two days after people had finished voting that she did the crackdown. She's now saying that she should have picked up on the rising second wave sooner, last October, and acted sooner. So, you know, she's the one who, I think, introduced this whole theme of, let's learn from what happened in the second wave. She said she was saying just a few weeks ago she doesn't like wave talk. Well, I mean, everybody else in the world is saying this is a third wave, except for the places where they're saying it's a fourth wave. Um, I don't think it's disrespect to either health minister, Adrian Dix, who has done an amazing job and is focused in a way that very few health, no health minister in my time has ever been focused. I don't think it's critical of Dr. Bonnie Henry and her team to be saying, are you sure right now that some of the lessons you learned in the second wave shouldn't have been applied sooner now, whether we shouldn't be doing other things? I don't think they're beyond criticism at the moment. I would agree with you on that. But I think, you know, unfortunately, people, they we still have that mode of, oh, we should just listen to everything they're saying, but they should also be listening to what people are saying. And that is their concern. And I think that's really what it comes down to is that we're just worried. I agree. And I think the uh, the days of beyond criticism have faded. And if, if the government and their supporters still think that, uh, you know, you shouldn't be criticizing. I think they're missing a shift in the public mood. But, you know, um, part of this, too, is, and, and here's the political thing. And I, and I see the Premier, 
John Horgan is out on social media this week, and he says, he's saying, as we work to put the pandemic behind us, we're positioning British Columbia to come back stronger on the other side. That's the political message from the NDP. They've got a throne speech coming next week. They've got a budget coming on the 20th. And this pesky old pandemic is screwing up their political (laughs) messaging. I mean, a big part of the problem of the of the public getting ahead of itself in taking precautions on the pandemic is John Horgan's excessive optimism on this. And I think, again, the political pressure, don't criticize Adrian Dix, don't criticize Dr. Henry. It's coming from New Democrats who want to turn the page and get on with the good messaging in the budget and the throne speech. Unfortunately for them, the pandemic (laughs) keeps disrupting the message. No kidding. Vaughn, thank you so much. Bye-bye, Sam. Have a good weekend. That's Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun.